What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 18. We're, we're moving on up to uh, the east side of the Silver Tryhards podcast. I am your host, Sean Love, and with me, as always, per his court order, is... Your other host, Ryan Traumatory. That is right. That is. I'm right. always here. I'm a secondary host. He's a secondary <laughs> host. He's a. I, I don't think of you as secondary because if you're not first, you're last, Ryan. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, just want to thank and welcome all of our our new subscribers, both YouTube, Apple, and various podcast services. Um, appreciate you all being here, and you know we look forward to ushering in a uh, another new year of of podcasting and yeah it's been it's been great we've we've seen some some moderate growth here in the last few weeks and and thank you you know we we appreciate the support and just want to here at the top of the show mention that this is our last show like official show of 2018 uh we're taking next week off next week is christmas eve almost confused it again christmas and new year's however new year's eve so in two weeks we are doing our games of the year episode. So Ooh, ah. yeah, Ryan and I will be discussing all the games of 2018. Uh, we'll discuss what our parameters for that are on the day. Uh, it should be a fun show. It will be a spoiler filled show. So if you don't want certain games spoiled for you, um, don't tune in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling people not to listen to our show. So fast can... and loose with the spoilers. Exactly. So we're it... going to be discussing what we like about the games. So, yeah, There's, we probably I mean, won't be preemptively warning you. We probably won't be like, oh, here's a story spoiler. We'll probably we'll say it at the beginning. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, we'll we'll straight up be saying at the beginning of the show. And then, like you said, we'll be fast and loose with those spoilers. Um, but I'm looking forward to that one because I think Ryan and I are going to have two very different opinions as to what we consider <laughs> both game of the year, like our number one choice. And I think our lists will be pretty diverse as well. Um, we might have a little bit of crossover, but I, I am looking forward to seeing that. So anyway, uh, this was an interesting, interesting news week, kind of a depressing one. Um, a big, uh, big old shitstorm. So before we get into that news, I kind of want to uh, not really tell a story, but I kind of want to discuss a little history of, of myself as a gamer and this will lead into this story. Um, you know, I've been more of a PC gamer than a console gamer. I mean, I've owned a Nintendo. I've owned an Atari. I've owned the major the major consoles, if you will. I still own them. But Blizzard, their games have kind of been a core piece of who I am, right? Like, I owned Warcraft, Orcs versus Humans. I owned the first Diablo. I played... Like Warcraft two was like my land party game. Not only that, I installed that thing in the computer labs of my high school. You know, if you couldn't tell by all of our patch notes that always have at least one blizzard game. I mean, come on. The patch note section is pretty much blizzard games. 90% of the, time. the blizzard notes <laughs> might as well. I mean, we'll we just we change the name. Exactly. And you know, it, I just, World of War, I mean, the only time I kind of bounced off Blizzard games was shortly after Warcraft 3 came out. I mean, I became more of a Counter-Strike guy. Played Counter-Strike later in high school. Then when World of Warcraft came out, they sucked me back in. Played World of Warcraft four years from the day it came out to... I mean, I still play it, but off and on. Now, I refused to play MOBAs. Absolutely refused to play MOBAs. Had no interest in League of Legends, had no interest in Dota, Dota 2, none of those games. Until Ryan, until you came along, you're like, Sean, let's play Smite. And I'm like, no, not going to play Smite, not going to play a MOBA. And you're like, no, but it controls like World of Warcraft. Here, I'll just buy you the God Pack. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> okay. So I played Smite. It's pretty fun. Not that, you know. And then all of a sudden I got invited to the Alpha for Heroes of the Storm. And I'm like, oh, what's this Blizzard game? It's kind of cool. And uh, then I was like, Ryan, I got all these extra beta codes now for Heroes of the Storm. You should come play this game. And you're like, no, I'm not going to play Heroes of the Storm. And then I sent you one. And you're like, hey, Sean, we should play some Heroes of the Storm. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we got into it real hard. Yeah. So we've been playing this game since pretty much the alpha and the beta. And if you haven't heard yet, 
This past week on the 14th, I want to say, the president, now president, uh, J. Allen Brack, has mentioned that, oh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to cancel all esports around Heroes of the Storm, which they had uh, HGC and Heroes of the Dorm, which Heroes of the Dorm was actually a really cool event, right? Like you got to pick your brackets like it was the the March Madness, the Final Four, and if your team was winning, I mean, you got all kinds of cool loot being just a observer of these events, right? So they canceled those. They said that they are moving their developers onto other projects. And they tried to, and to be fair, I mean, Jeff Kaplan, the director of Overwatch, right? Like he used to be on the World of Warcraft team. Like you can find old BlizzCon footage of him being on the WoW team. And so they are telling the truth there. Like, oh, hey, you know, we have moved people around. And they tried to sugarcoat this by saying Diablo 2 and WoW and these other games wouldn't exist if we didn't shuffle the deck a bit. But if you look at who they moved, they moved... um, Shoot, I had this list, but the guy who does all the announcement videos, um, Kevin, right? That's his name? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Hi, I'm Kevin from the Overwatch team. Not Overwatch. I love that guy. Heroes of the Storm. They even made him (laughs) an announcer in the game, right? Yeah. I don't think he's actually in there yet, otherwise I would have bought him. So, yeah, so they made, they moved him. They moved their lead animator. They, They basically moved all their top people off the team, right? And... The concerning, I'm I'm pulling it up here. The concerning thing to me was when they said, um, bear with me one second. Ultimately, we're setting up the game for long-term sustainability. We are so grateful for the support the community has shown from the beginning, and the development team will continue to support heroes with the same passion, dedication, and creativity that has made the game a a unique experience. I feel like they're putting it in low power mode like Diablo 3. <laughs> like just enough to keep the lights on everyone. Exactly. Until it stops making any money altogether. Now the very next day, um the Heroes production director posted something because everyone was pissed as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that hasn't <laughs> changed by the way. Um <laughs> you should go to the subreddit. It is a minefield like it is (laughs) anger storm pretty much so um forgive me i don't want to butcher his name uh ko milker k-a-e-o-m-i-l-k-e-r he said the same thing he kind of reiterated all the same points like we're moving people around but he's basically trying to say that look the team is still dedicated to heroes of the storm we promise (laughs) exactly (laughs) we're still gonna come out with heroes we're still gonna you know we're all very excited. We're far from a skeleton crew. Um, uh, what is it? But earlier in that same post, he goes, you know, we're sad that we don't get to do the plan <laughs> that we had for 2019, which means they obviously already axed a bunch of shit that they were going to make. Yeah. And I noted here that if anybody knows who Jason Schreier is, I mean, he's no joke. He's a journalist for Kotaku. He knows his yep. shit. If someone calls him out, he's like, actually, I got these 20 sources to back me up. Like he's he's one of the legitimate journalists in the video game industry. He even tweeted out. He's like, hey, look, guys, I tried to say back when he posted this article about Diablo Immortal, he said Heroes of the Storm was Blizzard's least profitable game. And apparently Blizzard has been told to cut costs and ship more games. Hence Diablo Immortal, but also hence this We're article. Like shit, more games. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, that's also why Diablo Four is in production and why Diablo. I blame Activision. Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of people forget, and I put this in our show notes, that Bobby Kotick or Kotick or whatever is still the CEO of Activision Blizzard. I mean. They've been part of Blizzard for a while now. It's not like this just happened, but it seems like they're moving more toward the militaristic must-make-money part of stuff, and it's just slowly 
slowly destroying Blizzard from the inside. Well, look, all the old guard with um, the last the president who just retired at um, BlizzCon, right? Mm-hmm. That's the last of, I believe, the original founding members of Blizzard that have left, right? right? And, you know, Bobby Kotick, for those who don't know, he's famous for saying a lot of things that are sort of anti-consumer and like pro-business, if you will. Like, he's a great businessman. I will give him that. But they're they're anti um gamer almost like so look look I, I anti-happiness you know I, yeah i pulled a few quotes here so he stated that he wants to focus on franchises that have the potential to be exploited every year on every platform with clear sequel potential and have the potential to become 100 million dollar franchises this is why we have annualized call of duties and something i remembered um as i was putting this article together PC gamers might remember that back, I want to say maybe eight years ago, PC games used to cost $10 less than console games in the around the Xbox 360 generation. So if I were buying Call of Duty on the PC, it used to be $49. And then on the console, it was $59. Now, I'm not trying to get into a debate on how much a game's worth. Like if you want to pay 80 bucks for The Witcher and $14 for like Firewatch, because you believe those games are valued at that, that's a whole separate debate. What I'm trying to state here is that Call of Duty was one of the first games that brought PC games up on the same level, price point-wise, as console games. So console gamers for the longest time were paying a $10 premium because they were locked into that ecosystem. And so Activision is basically what I'm saying, is this guy was like, hey, we're going to charge... $59 $59 on PC. basically you're saying Activision is the devil I mean that's what I'm hearing well I don't know here's my other I don't quote. know about anybody else and I think a lot of gamers have heard this quote before is he also said we have a real real culture of thrift the goal that I had in bringing a lot of packaged good goods folks into action Activision about 10 years ago was to take the fun out of making video games so in other words he brought a lot of people over to the company that were more business oriented than were artistic creatives. Look, if you're a businessman, don't say this shit in public. (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds like the culture is shifting there. Like, and if you work for a company that you love, the last thing you want to see is your company culture shift. And it sounds like that's what's happening. And the last thing I would say that spells doom and gloom. And then I want to hear your opinion on this. Cause I feel like I've talked the whole time is somebody pulled the hots, the heroes of the storm API. And for, I want to say the last, uh, actually, hold on. I got the picture on my phone. Cause I wanted to make sure I had the actual data here and I wasn't just blowing smoke. So here we go. So starting in on 10, five, the, amount of games specific games played on saturdays was 12,515 and that was about the average the lowest point was on 11:23 there were 10,297 games played and then on 12:14 the day after the announcement 5,082 games of heroes of the storm were played So, so they cut cut it in half. Less than half. <laughs> so do you think I mean we have streamers leaving. We have pro, pro I mean there's no more professionals. There's no more esports. Yeah. So there's nobody to I mean content creators are leaving. Right. Why why have ranked play if it doesn't really mean anything anymore? I saw a post today that said um, in the Grandmaster level, the queue times were two hours. Because <laughs> most of the Grandmasters probably got the hell out of there. Yeah, because there's there's not 10 people to... Uh, I, I saw an, another blog from a gentleman who said when they brought in the, the HGC players, they 
were walked around Blizzard campus and the Overwatch team were like, oh, what is that? <laughs> like, who are you guys? <laughs> like, they didn't even know what the Heroes of the Storm pro scene was. Right. People who actually worked for Blizzard. And <laughs> I don't know. I just, I guess the point is, is that I'm not trying to make this one long eulogy for Heroes of the Storm. The part that makes me sad is, personally, I've invested a ton of money in this game over the last three years. Right. There's people who've probably spent even more money than me. And, like you said, it's, it sounds like it's going into maintenance mode until yeah, one day the servers go out. And I mean, I don't want to be too down on it. I we haven't actually seen how much the content you know trickle is going to change now. So I mean, they could keep heroes coming out at the same clip as far as we know and maybe just do less events like you know with the themed uh, costumes and things which i wasn't really huge into those anyway as long as they're still adding skins i'll be happy but it doesn't spell good for it when we already see a lot of people pulling away from the game and maybe it's just a knee-jerk reaction to this announcement but you know it remains to be seen whether or not this is going to you know truly and heavily negatively affect the game it's just crazy that they like literally just had blizzcon and announced their first character that was specific to the nexus and now they're like and shut it down like like that was a big deal like everybody who was here who you know who came to blizzcon gets orphea for free and everybody was like yeah like they had a whole fucking CGI cutscene around it, and they've been doing like comics and things leading up to it. Because I believe Orphea was already in the comics before she was announced even as a character. Yeah, the um, whole Raven Lord storyline lore they were yeah. creating, and, and and it just felt like they were ramping up, not ramping down. And now it seems like they've taken like an about face because maybe they didn't make enough money off of Orphea. I don't know. Uh, and, but and I mean I was making the joke when they redid the the Dragon Knight level by adding that woman voiceover like it's clear yeah. they were trying to create lore around that too. Of course. Cuz that's got the Raven Lord in it. So I mean before it used to just be that one person and now like it's like a back and forth thing and and they're it feels like they're trying to they were trying to build more lore around a lot of the specific, you know, stuff that was made for the Nexus. Uh, that wasn't like, you know, Althrak Pass or something. Obviously, that's from World of Warcraft. So, but um, I don't know. You know what? Is, never mind. That's just a random side note. I was going to say, we never see that shitty StarCraft map that I don't like anymore whenever we play. Brax's Holdout? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that has nothing to do with the story. I just thought of it randomly. I hate that damn map. Anyway, uh, I, I hope that this does not spell doom. But the... The, the feel and the, the reaction of the fan base has been bad. I mean, PC gamers themselves are not forgiving in the least. <laughs> like, console gamers, something bad will happen, and, the, the, you know, people will be mad about it, but, you know, it'll blow over. But PC gamers, like, hold a grudge, and they will hate you till the end of time until you, like, do exactly what they want. <laughs> yeah, I'm you just know, waiting. There, there's a... There's a privilege to it for some reason, but like, uh, so so I'm hoping that a lot of these people that have left come back because like I'd love to be able to keep playing the game. But I mean, I'm afraid that you and me are going to try and play this sometime this week or something because we haven't played since this got announced because uh, you've been sick. But um, I'm afraid it's going to, you know, we're going to go in and then we used to wait maybe two three minutes for a game on average, and now all of a sudden it's going to be like twenty minutes. And, and, Back to what they announced at BlizzCon, they, you know, announced all this shit that they're going to be doing, you know, the what's next, and they're like, you know, we're reworking how all of the heroes work, you know, the, you know, as far as how they're <laughs> classified, and all this shit, and, and now it feels like, again, they've just, like, spun it around completely and been like, you were still doing that, but other than that, we're kind of taking away a lot of the talent that makes all this really cool shit for the game. Yeah. No, and I, I agree 100% about your uh, about PC gamers being vindictive. 
Um, I mean, I'm one of them, so I mean, I'm, I'm not. Fallout 76 I'm players let... will get their canvas bags and then they'll burn them. They'll be like, thank you for this. They'll burn the nylon one. They'll be like, ah! <laughs> they'll be taking firewood out of their real canvas bag, piling it onto the nylon one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, it remains to be seen what happens with this. But I know uh, some of the big names, uh, big streamers in this, one's gone over to Warcraft 3. Um, some have gone over to like Path of Exile, um, League of Legends, Smite. It's just kind of, you know, they're abandoning ship. So, I mean, if the game crashes and burns, there's always Smite. We can go back to it. We I got know, the I hero. I, we got the god pack, so we have every god that ever exists. Now we'll go back and there'll be like fucking 300 characters. And we'll be like, oh. <laughs> I haven't played it for three years, so it's like, who are these people? Is Bologna still good? Are there still gods to make like i don't understand yeah actually uh, it's funny i saw a tweet before we we started recording this it's like announcing the next god king arthur and i'm like he's a god he is now like have they added jesus into the game <laughs> i know people were talking about it back when we used to play but i mean who knows um but anyway uh i feel like we've talked about this for a long time now <laughs> And I will keep talking about it. This is all the podcast will be about now is Heroes of the Storm. It's just a love letter and a send-off to <laughs> Heroes of the Storm for the rest. Like, that's what the show becomes. Five years from now, it's like, there's only two people in the queue. And it's like, so Heroes of the Storm. It's just you and me. <laughs> no one else is playing anymore. Just a bunch of bots. So Like, man, I love Meridian. <laughs> all right. You're right. Let's move on to happier things, maybe. So you brought these up. You want to, or do you want me to mention it? No, I'll talk about it. Um, what the fuck's up with Sonic, man? That's all. That's all I'm gonna start up here because I'm. <laughs> he's like a weird human. He's like a weird, ripped human man with. He looks like a fucking high school mascot. <laughs> like obviously, we haven't seen a legitimate, full-on picture of him yet. He's always in shadow or something, but it looks like a dude with a Sonic head on, running around, being like, "Yeah, go I'm, Hedgehog." I'm waiting for the face to be like that Knuckles meme. Like it's just that weird. <laughs> Do you know the way? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to go fast. <laughs> oh man, but like it just looks weird. Like if I'm. I'm interested to see what the face looks like when they do display it though because like is it also going to be weirdly realistic or are they going to like go half cartoony so like are his eyes going to be all like weirdly huge because like his head still looks gigantic <laughs> so like i don't know what they're going to do like it just it's all confusing i have no idea. this is going to be the fucking weirdest movie because you think jim be like carrey is Eggman, and like uh, me i was looking this up after the 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 thing came out but like the director who's directing it has literally made nothing of note ever uh and and like i feel like sega was just like we need money and they were like can we buy the rights to a sonic movie and they were like this much money and they're like okay they heard illumination was was making the mario movie so like we yeah it it. it was just some asshole who just had enough money to buy the rights and now is making something weird and jim carrey is has gone insane, so he's just like, sure, I'll do it. That's what I love. I love that Jim Carrey retired, right? Like, he was like, I'm done with acting, and he left, what, after Kick-Ass 2, right? Because he was just like, and he denounces Kick-Ass 2, by the way. He's like, I can't stand the violence, and I haven't seen it. I've only seen Kick-Ass 1, but he's like, but he, after Kick-Ass 2 came out, he was was just, he decried the violence in it. He was just like, no, that's not me. I I just, I, I don't like that movie. And then he, he like retires, goes off and, and he's actually a pretty talented painter. Like if you've seen goes any of the mountains, becomes a weird hermit who talks existentially constantly. Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> believes that he's not himself. Like he believes that there's the idea of Jim Carrey doesn't exist. Like he's, he's a really weird guy, but he's that's, gone insane. That's a whole nother topic. But then he comes <laughs> back and he's like the role to end all roles. What is the role that can bring Jim Carrey out of retirement? I know Dr. Robotnik. Who is like historically a rotund man like with like a weirdly long nose and 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 like a weirdly shaped head i'm like what the fuck are they gonna do to me i mean 
You think they're no. going to Grinch it? Like, you think he's going to... Who cares what they've done with Sonic? What the hell are they going to do to Jim Carrey to make him look like Dr. Eggman? <laughs> are they going to put him in, like, a weird fat suit? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. Yeah, so I, I agree. It's it's puzzling. And I, I wonder if it's... Like, I, I don't know if I said this already. Like you, you said, I'm sick, so sometimes the thoughts lately have this week have been fleeting. Do you think it's going to look like detective Pikachu? You think it's going to be that sort of weird, hyper crazy looking realism, or do you think it's going to be just odd looking? No. Cause at least in detective Pikachu, the Pokemon look like Pokemon, but real. Hey, you fixed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry if I held, I held up my can of Mountain Dew for our, our audio listeners to refocus my camera. <laughs> Yeah, it's been weird for like 10 minutes now, and he keeps trying to do little things to fix it, and now finally refocused. Anyway, um, at least they look like the Pokemon. You know, they're the right size, proportionally. They're just hyper-realistic. He looks like the size of a human. That has never been a thing in any of the Sonic games. Like, if he ran forward and was like small-sized, like, I thought he was just going to be full CG. I would have been totally okay with that. Like, fucking Garfield or some shit. <laughs> like, just go all in if you're going to do Sonic. It's I'm okay with Sonic being in the real world because there's been enough games where they've done that, you know, with uh, Adventure and Adventure 2 and all that other shit. But, like, you can't make him look like a person. It's going to be weird. You're going to get some funky-ass Uncanny Valley shit. I don't know. I what don't if, like it. What if he looks like Mike Myers in the Cat in the Hat movie? Like... Where there was that clear just like outline where the face met the makeup. And so it looks like that. It's a body. And then it's just like a human. Like it it basically looks like a really bad suit of someone who's standing outside of a game store holding a flyer like, come inside. We got a sale. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be a living nightmare. (laughs) You you're judging a movie before you've seen it how do you know this isn't going to be the oscar nominated sonic the hedgehog movie suicide squad has more oscars than you sonic the hedgehog that can't even get a game right is is gonna try and make a movie this is gonna be it this is gonna be the video game movie that everyone loves sonic the hedgehog (laughs) you'll be eating crow sir let's timestamp this we will know that this will be the moment that ryan was wrong about video game movies yeah, we'll see. Sure. Uh, <laughs> moving on. The <laughs> All we have so far is a poster. Uh, for anyone who hasn't poster. seen it, go look it up, and it's it's horrifying. It's a thing of nightmares. Looks, he, he looks like he's not wearing gloves. He has, like, weirdly human hands. I don't know. Anyway, the other thing to mention, I think it got announced today. Uh, anybody who has um, Project Stream, the Google thing, for, for Assassin's Creed. It, starting today, if you play for at least an hour in-game, uh, you will get the game for free on PC through Uplay um, after it ends on January 15th, as long as you play for an hour between now and January 15th. They said you'll get an email at some point to get you the game within the coming weeks. You know, And if you buy anything with the free $10 in Helix credits that they gave you, you get to keep it. You don't get to keep the Helix credits, so make sure you spend them. But you do get to keep the shit you bought with it. So, Which we I think should that's know, cool. an hour in Assassin's Creed Odyssey does not even get you to the title screen. No. I haven't seen the title screen yet, and I've been playing on Xbox today for like half of today. I don't know. I kind of got bored of it. Let, let, let's segue into video games. Um, <laughs> so that's what you've been playing is AC Odyssey. A little bit. I'm going to mention it briefly because I haven't played it enough to get a real good review on it. But... I'd, I, the one thing I noticed that I will mention, I don't know why they decided to get rid of like the auto-saving in the way that they used to do it. It used to be like, if I killed a bunch of dudes and got some loot and then died in that fight, I would get to keep the stuff that I got. It doesn't do that anymore. Now when you die, it like tells you to load your save. Like Before, it would just like reload you somewhere in the world. And now... I died, right? And I had cleared an entire camp and finished a mission in that camp. And, you know, I got all the stuff in it where it pops up and says, like, complete. And then it gives you a little bit of experience because you got, like, the two chests or whatever. Um, and then I fought 
like one of those nemesis dudes, whatever they're called. Oh, the bounties? Uh, yeah, I fought one of the bounty dudes because I had just hit level 5 and he was level 5. So I was like, fuck, yeah, I can fight him now. And I died while I was fighting him. And the whole camp and the mission were all gone. It was like, you gotta do that again. And I didn't get to keep any of the loot that I got. I think there may be a problem with your game because I ran into an autosave problem. I'm guessing I shut off my Xbox before it saved or something. And the mm-hmm. only way for me to... And I was getting a black screen. So anytime I pulled up the menu, anytime I pulled up... Um, anything in the world i got a black screen and my game was basically broken the only way for me to fix that was to go and do a mission where it basically overwrote my save like just go to any icon on the map and complete it and well no because like i can go into the menu and hit auto a quick save and it'll say you're sure you want a quick save there that wasn't a thing there's never been like a quick save quick load system for assassin's creed it's always just been like this is your save, and when you die, you'll just spawn somewhere. Now there's like a list of saves, auto saves and quick saves, and you have to, and you can pick which one you want to load specifically, or you can just have it load the most recent one when you die. That's weird because I've ne- I have not had that problem at all that you've had. Maybe it's yeah. just because I don't die. Because it I'm happened to me. It happened to me twice. No, the first time uh, I was fighting like a, a lion or something, and like. I was oh, like, I sh- yeah, that fucker comes out of it. I know. I was like, I about. should not be fighting a lion, and I was like level three, and it just like wrecked my shit, and like I lost like I had discovered something, but not done anything there, and then continued on, discovered another area, and the first thing I did there was fight the lion, and I died, and the both the discoveries were gone, and I was back where I was standing, like where I had just finished a quest, so like there's definitely an actual save system to it. That's kind of weird, and I haven't heard anybody mention it until I noticed it today. So maybe other people just aren't being bothered by it. But like, which is sometimes weird. like I've never been afraid to die in Assassin's Creed games because, like, like I said, it'll just spawn you somewhere. And now I'm like being trying to be more careful going into situations because I'm like, shit, if I die, I'm gonna go back to the last place I quick saved, and like I haven't had time to tinker with it yet, so I don't know like how much a quick save saves you, you know what I mean? So like, is it going to literally drop me right where I quick saved with all the progress I had? Or is it going to do what a normal Assassin's Creed game would do and just drop you somewhere nearby and keep your progress? Or will it keep my progress at all? I I don't know. I'm going to fuck around with it some more and I'll talk more about Assassin's Creed Odyssey as I play it. So that'll probably be a thing I talk about next week. But that was just something I noticed when I was tinkering with it today. And it kind of pissed me off when that happened, so I stopped playing. I was like, well, fuck, I don't read a lot of shit. (laughs) That's weird, because I never ran into that problem. And I I was kidding. I've died quite a bit in that game. But, and I'm... I'm playing on hard mode, because I want it to be more Maybe that's why. I'm playing... I've been playing on normal. Right. And I, again, don't have that problem. And I, like I said, when it comes to Ubisoft games, I'm meticulous Mm -hmm. about clearing things out oh yeah i gotta do all the shit before i move on to the next area yeah and something about that you're still on that starting island right yeah I, and you're doing the storyline right yeah as i do other stuff yeah so i will tell you this um the storyline comes to a halt and it'll tell you to leave and it leaves that story thread you're kind of like well i thought i was dealing with the so-and-so if you leave there's a whole section of the map still open if you just voluntarily go and explore that area of the map, that actually finishes the story for you. Like I was like, if I just didn't go to that one other question mark, I never would have finished the storyline. Like it would yeah. have just left me and taken me out of the starting area. So, um, I mean, you- sorry, sorry for, for me, it's only been like a month or two, maybe three since I beat, and, and finish playing Assassin's Creed Origins. So, like, I'm already at the point where I don't give a shit about any of the side quest stories. So, like, I talk to a guy, and I'm just like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like, I'm just skimming everything he says, because I'm like, nothing you say has any kind of consequence, even a little bit. I, I just want to get through this. So, I, I, <laughs> I'm i listening to and doing the, the branching talking for the story quests, like the main ones, but, like, I don't give a flying fuck about the side stuff, like... I mean, it's just some guy, go find my goats. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) It's something stupid like that. that The quests don't matter. There are some cool. I I almost cared for a second until I looked at the fucking world map. And I'm like, there are like. When you zoom out 
and it's just like oh yeah i'm like there are goddamn million quests in this game i can tell already so I, i'm not even gonna try and give a shit about any of the side quests i will admit like there was a cool part like there's just a quest where someone's like oh our sacred temple lost its blah 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 right and i'm like cool yeah and you retrieve it and it's like were you able to find it and i'm like no and i got to keep it yeah. and it turned into a weapon and i'm like sweet not five minutes later i found something better and i'm like yeah and well, i feel like an asshole and i did i that. had another one uh the like the very first mission that like marcos or whatever gives you he goes and tells you to collect money from that guy and i was decided to let him keep his money because i'm like no nah, marcos is a dick and then he was like well at least take this sword so i got like a sword instead and i was like well that's cool uh, and then I had another mission that I finished, and they were like, "Here, take this money. It's all we have. You know, you 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 know what you did for us is worth so much more." Boo. And like, I let him keep the money, and it didn't do anything. And I was like, "I should have taken the fucking money." <laughs> See, that's I know you you get mad at Red Dead, but that's where I like Red Dead, where it's like, you know, someone's like, "I got a treasure map for you, but you can't have it." And then you shoot them, and you can loot it, and then they have the treasure map on their body or somewhere. It's yeah. like, or so like there is a guy who um, I was walking into a store like I was just on this just this whole s- slew of bad luck. Like I had fifteen hundred dollars. Right. But then it was like I got a bounty for a hundred. I just kept losing money. Right. And and I think I lost a couple hundred bucks and fifteen hundred dollars. A lot of money in that game. Right. And then somebody bumps into me going into a store and all of a sudden it's just like minus sixty five dollars. And the guy the guy's like, I think that guy robbed you. And I was like, no. I, I think just, that I, I'm like, that is the last time I immediately <laughs> killed him and took the money back. I'm like, no, like, I'm sorry. I don't care if this is in the middle of town. I'm done losing money. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know we said, uh, I said, I was just going to talk a little bit about it. Now we've gone off on this whole tangent talking about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and we'll probably talk more about it on our games of the, the year episode. Yeah. So. I'll play enough so that I can talk about it there. Um, <laughs> you go me. ahead and talk about your game you played this week. So, I've heard a lot about this game. Everybody's talking about, oh my god, this is like a game of the year contender. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to play this game. It's very narrative driven. Oh my god, it is. So anyway, I played Return of the Obra Dinn to the point where I decided... like your game. No. So, <laughs> it would have been my game if I played it in the era it was supposed to come out. Um, so this is like a throwback to... Like it basically it's where in the world is Carmen San Diego, but like on steroids and crack and everything it it has an art style. I'm sure you've probably heard about it by now. One best art direction or something at the game awards. Uh, it's designed to be like a game that played on the, the Mac two or something like it has a very rudimentary graphic style. Right. Um, but it's a murder mystery. Essentially this, this ship comes back when we have, we have an, the first hour on our YouTube is, channel, if you want to check out the gameplay. Is the ship called the Oberdin? Oh, you solved the mystery. <laughs> so That's the first puzzle. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you're essentially find the ship, you get on the ship, then they tell you, you don't need to get on the ship, come back and get your bag off the boat. And so then you walk back to the boat, you get your bag, inside is this little skeleton pocket watch. Skeleton pocket watch lets you try and discover fates and it's very let me ask you so have you ever felt have you ever played sudoku or sudoku Sudoku? yeah yeah so have you ever played one of the harder ones where as you start to fill in the numbers you just feel annoyed and like all you want to do is like ah i wish the numbers would just fill in themselves yeah i do that pick ross sometimes too that is how this game feels (laughs) <laughs> because like there are parts of it that are cool. Like I, I appreciate this game for what it is because you hover the watch over a dead body, right? And it takes you back to the moment of that dead body's death, if you will. Like, okay, so here's one on the ground. Then it shows that body getting shot, right? Well, you have a journal and you're supposed to be like, basically like clue <laughs> who, you know, Mr. Green in the hall with the revolver, right? Like, who is this person, how they die, and under what circumstances, right? So you – but you have to pay attention, right? So like if someone mm-hmm. is like, oh, my God, Martin, what are you doing? And then you hear a gunshot. You're like, oh, well, maybe 
Martin. This guy over here is Martin, and he's pointing a gun at this guy over here. <gasps> oh, so I'm guessing that's Martin because the person on the other side of the room just screamed his name. Like, so you start to you can manually fill in the information, mm -hmm. and the game will straight up tell you like if you don't have enough information. Like, if you click on someone, you're like, how'd they die? And you're like, and it gives you a long list like strangulation or you know, stabbed or poked or whatever. Right? And if you go to click on something, the game will just be like, you don't, you don't have enough information to deduce that yet. And you're like, Oh yeah, well, I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> so, cool. That's good. And so the opening scene is like this, it's like the captain's quarters, right? And there's dead body, then dead body, then dead body. And it shows you the different stages of what happened that all mm -hmm. of a sudden the game just pulls you out. And you basically are walking through this giant, like, kraken attack right and you're like cool and then it warps you it just keeps dragging you along and you're like well i was kind of enjoying this first segment right where i'm trying to solve it but it throws like 20 different people at you and you're like i was still trying well, i mean to wrap that's the whole game is trying to wrap up all of the people exactly that is the game but like it's when you're still just trying to figure out the first four and then it's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> there's like 60 people on this boat that you have to figure out. And you're like, I'm going to just kind of shut it off and let my brain stop frying for a minute. Like, so I guess. My well, point... I mean, sorry, there, there aren't a lot of puzzle games that do very well these days, I would say. Yeah. Like the last one I couldn't remember making big waves was like The Witness. Exactly. Um. So the easiest thing I can compare this to is, you know, when you play a game and the game rewards you and makes you feel smart, like, like if you are playing destiny, right. And you stand on the circle and the circle lights up and it shoots something over there. And you're like, I'm so smart for figuring out this puzzle. And when, when in reality, you're not smart, you just yeah. happened upon something, but the game, the, the game design is there where it's like, like they put a light on on the one house out of 10 in this darkened room. And you're like, oh, I figured it out. And you're like, no, the water is shimmery. And the one house that you have to go in just happens to have a light on. But you're so smart for figuring it out, right? Like, like I'm just saying, like, I like those rewarding moments a little bit better where it's like, yeah, yeah. I figured out the puzzle a 10 year old could. <laughs> like, I don't know. I want to, I want to play this game now and come back with my own notes on it. <laughs> because I, I told you about how nerve wracking it is in terms of I don't know, you, your review sounds like you didn't like it very much. I, I enjoy, well, let me put it this way. The narrative is what drug me along. Like I, I'm a sucker for a good story and mm -hmm. I enjoyed the, sto the stories would drag me along. And the thing that was holding me back were the puzzle mechanics. So I want to know what happened, right? Right. But then it started throwing other things at me. And I was like, oh, man, no, but I just kind of want to know what happened over here. But now I right. can't find out what happened over here until I get this other thing out of the way. And I'm trying not to spoil this other section. But it's like, eh. So it would be like if I told you I'm going to reveal the ending of spider-man but first you have to go catch a hundred more pigeons and you're like why or you have to do 20 more miles morales missions right hmm. which if they had made, made miles the same miles from the into the spider-verse movie which cool you get to play as another spider-man no you get to play with a cell phone so yeah like do 10 more of those missions and you're like no just just get me to the end of the actual game like let me play more spider-man <laughs> like so but okay yeah, so I may I may revisit it strictly from a story perspective. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence though. So. All right. Well, all I've been playing is the same thing I played last week because the game never ends. <laughs> I've been playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, still playing exclusively World of Light mode. That's all I've been doing. Literally every day after work when I get home. How many characters you know, have my, you unlocked in my free time? Uh, all but like. I want to say like three or four. Oh, wow. Just from World yeah. of Light, huh? Yeah, because I'm like two seconds away from the end of the game. Well, just asking questions. Yeah. So, um, it's fucking long. 
I'm like 26, 27 hours in, and I'm still doing World of Light. I would say at this point, I've probably gotten like 90, like 93% of all of the spirits you can get in that mode. So, I mean, I've probably spent a lot more time just doing spirit battles than you necess- that you, you know you need to 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 beat it. But that's because I want to get all of them. Uh, and and like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, the, when you think it's over, it's not. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Uh, the second time's not as bad. I'm gonna trade this but... game in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second time's not as bad, but uh, yeah, it just keeps going. Uh, and the first time I was like, cool, like this is a whole thing and you know, there's more stuff to do and blah blah. And the second time I was like, okay, I was fucking, I'm done. Like, come on now. I had to stop playing it there. And then I played some more today and I'm still not done because uh, without spoiling anything crazy, you have to refight some bosses that you already fought. And like, they're much harder. And I couldn't beat one of them because I've been playing the whole game on hard. And, like, this is, like, the first real time that I was like, I might just switch to normal so I can fucking finish the game. God damn it. Um, but it is really fun. I don't want to, like, shit on it too hard. Uh, and after I'm done with this, I'm going to go through Classic with all the characters, which I think will be cool. Because I've literally been using Link, like, the entire game since I unlocked him. Uh, just normal Link. Because I like him better than Toon Link and Young Link. Um, so it's Breath of the Wild Link then, right? Yeah, I have him dressed up as normal because I just changed his costume because I don't like the Breath of the Wild costume. I don't like the costume. bomb mechanics on Breath of the Wild Link. I like. I don't like Link. the bomb mechanic, but I like the sword play much better on normal Link. Oh, it's how is it different? Yeah, it's I've played different. enough to know. Yeah, it's very different in the way that he does his dash attacks and the way that he does like his smash attacks as well. Um, it and even just his normal like attack, it, it's all very different. And I use that a lot more than I do my down special. So I'd much rather have the shitty bomb and just have the because re- all of his other specials are identical. Hmm. But his actual basic kit is is very different, and I like the regular links better. Um, yeah, because like for example, Jake, if you jump in the air and hit down A, you know how he does that, like that yeah, down he comes stab straight down with the sword, yeah. Right, if you do it with Toon Link, he comes literally like straight down, like he dives. But with regular Link, he just kind of points the sword, and you continue on the trajectory you were on, and then you can like bounce off of somebody. Like huh. you'll hit them and bounce, and you can actually downstab again if you stay in the same spot. So you can bounce downstab twice before you hit the ground. While like regular or the Toon Link or or Young Link, they just like fucking dive bomb straight down so it's a faster move if you just really want to hit somebody yeah i prefer the dive bomb right but i like being able to like bounce somebody because then i end up doing a lot more damage because i'll hit them twice Hmm. yeah but i mean this maybe it's just my play style so uh but it's interesting i like that that they're very different like that just between the two and obviously they have different final smashes as well um regular link has like the ancient arrow that he shoots from breath of the wild and Young Link and, and Toon Link do the thing that he did in the old games where, like, he traps him in that weird little Triforce thing and beats the shit out of him with the sword. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've been playing that, and uh, I have, like, a bunch of legendary spirits now, and the levels are getting higher and higher, like the power levels that you fight with. Now everything is, like, 13,000. Uh, and, like, at this point, like, I don't feel like there's anything new like, I'm not running into new situations in the spirit battles. I'm just like, now I unlock this spirit. And now I unlock this spirit. Like, I have so many fucking spirits that I don't care about when I unlock a new one. Uh, I mean, some of them are cool. Like, I unlocked, I got Dracula, and then, like, he's enhanceable. So if you get him to 99, he'll transform. And I thought he would transform into, like, a cooler Dracula. And he transformed into Soma Cruz from one of the other Castlevania games. And I'm like, Dracula's way cooler than Soma Cruz. <laughs> but then it turned out Soma Cruz is, like, my most powerful spirit. <laughs> so I can't shit-talk him too much because I use him a lot. Uh, but actually, it turns out the one I use the most is Majora's Mask. Or Skull Kid with Majora's Mask. Because you have Skull Kid and you can enhance him and then he becomes that. And he's freaking awesome. He has like a healing thing, so whenever you hit somebody, you heal a little bit. Um, 
but yeah, it's great, and the bosses are cool. There are more bosses than I thought there were, and one of the bosses, I don't even know what it's from. It's just like, I think it's from Kirby or some shit. It was really weird. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, it's a fun game, and I'm definitely going to be playing it a lot more. I'm going to try and kind of cut down a little bit so I can play over the holidays. Uh, when I'm stuck at family's houses, I can just bring my Switch and play that. Um, but I mean, it, there's not tons new else to say about it. Like, I just barely unlocked Dark Samus, and I've been wanting Dark Samus since, like, the beginning. Um, and I just barely unlocked, like, Bayonetta as well. Um, so, like... They really do drag out unlocking. Like, if you wanted to use this as your sole way to unlock characters, which I did, you're gonna, it's going to take you some time to unlock all the characters. So you're going to put some work in, which is what I want. I wish I could honestly turn off the ability to unlock characters otherwise, because like whenever I leave World of Light mode, which is very rare, but whenever I leave it, it immediately hits me with a challenger. It's like, ah, because it's supposed to be every 10 minutes, but it doesn't do it while you're in the middle of the mode. So when you come out of it, it's like, fucking fight somebody. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've got most everybody unlocked at this point, and it's super tons of fun. And I mean, it's a little outstate as welcome at this point, but that's just because I'm crazy and want to get every single spirit. Uh, I told if, you if not to uh, get burnt out on it, but you didn't listen to me. <laughs> I didn't think it would go this long, but it just keeps on dragging. Um, but I mean, I'll give it a couple days and. I mean, like, last night, like I said, when I got to that final part, and I was like, man, I just don't want to do this. So I stopped playing, and then this morning, I was like, I want to play more Smash Bros. <laughs> so, I mean, I know if I give it a little bit of break, I'll want to go back to it, and I'll get the rest of the spirits, and it'll be really cool. The best way to play Smash Bros, though, is party mode, like with a group of friends sitting around it. I don't have a group of friends to play with. <laughs> you live in Arkansas, Sean. <laughs> You're giving away my location. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no one cares where you live. I live in Arizona. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Smash Bros. Ultimate still. Um, all right, next week I'll have <laughs> something me. else to talk about. I want to. I really want to try out Below. Uh, and, and I really want to try out Hades too. I know we talked about it a little last week. The, 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 the early access Supergiant game. Yeah, uh, I also... Pro- oh, go ahead. I'll probably end up playing Below, though, because that's not Early Access, and I don't really want to fuck around with Early Access yeah. too much. Well, I downloaded Below, and I also downloaded Ashen, because uh, they were both on Game Pass. Haven't, oh, yeah, I want to play that, too. I uh, haven't given them a, a chance yet, but it was funny. So I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan, but I've never played 5. Like, mm-hmm. So I finally just booted up 5, and, oh, dude, first half hour is very Kojima. Like, I'm I'm just like, when's this cutscene <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't no, no. i've played it too i was on a business trip and i brought my ps4 and had that i installed that before i left because i was like you know i haven't played a metal gear solid game since the first one really like i haven't actually played through one since the first one and i was like i'll at least play the beginning of this i know it's not very heavy on the story was i wrong like at least in the beginning anyway they're just like now this guy's on fire and he's chasing you and i'm like why is he on what is this that's exactly the part where i paused it i was like i was like holy shit (laughs) this guy just came well i saw what i assume is psycho mantis go up an elevator yeah and the elevator exploded and this other guy came out and i'm still crawling on the floor and i'm just like okay i'm and then the game gets way crazier than i thought it would really fast like, every clip I've seen of the game looks, like, fairly realistic. You know, normal stuff. You're just stealthy fighting and whatnot. And then this is all, like, magic and fire and whoa. Well, look at- like, I beat one. I have beat two. And I have beat four. I, uh-huh. I just, three just never clicked with me. And everybody keeps telling me, go back and play it. It's the best one. And I'm like, eh, I just did not want to. And this is really a really petty reason. Like that whole era of games, I did not like the micromanagement systems. I did not like micromanaging camo. I did not like anything to do with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, micromanaging my haircuts and my food. Like just, yeah, that whole era of PS2, I just, just hated. Um, (laughs) So I just kind of skipped those games, but I love Metal Gear 2. I know that's kind of the black sheep, but I love Metal Gear 2, love Metal Gear 1. So I'm finally, and I love, you know, Metal Gear 4 was all right. Whole reason I bought a PS3. And then um, 
what's it called? Uh, finally got around to playing five. I've been, I had it for a while, but yeah, you're right. That's kind of where I stopped it. I was like, I don't knowing Kojima games. I do not have the time. Like right now where I was sitting, I was just like, I have to wait till like kids are in bed, like to sit and dedicate hours to, to their yeah. cut scenes. Like I stopped playing. I was in the middle of a cut. Like it, like there was this big old long cut scene and then it was like, and now chapter one or whatever. And then it launched into another cutscene. And I watched that for another five minutes and I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like this just keeps going, which if I was more invested in, you know, the, the story of Metal Gear Solid, I probably would have been like, oh, way into it. But, you know, I'm like I said, I haven't played really any of them since one. And I really want to go back and play that one, too, before I get back into them. I was just looking for something to play on my, my business <laughs> business trip. But games bonkers from the yeah. start yeah because <laughs> yeah, i even remember the e3 reveal was all just showing the whole afghanistan riding the horse on the countryside like and even that i was like oh that looks so good i can't wait to play it but but no if i'm gonna play metal gear one again i'm gonna play the twin snakes because i don't know if i have the the patience to play the old ps1 version so <laughs> but but anyway that was side that was oh and i also game. i also started firewatch this week so i played that a little bit yeah I, I hear it's great, and I played the first, like, maybe 45 minutes, and I'm like, this is depressing. <laughs> so stop. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, sad, and then, like, I, I kept waiting for something to happen, but it was just, like, just, like, a dude, like, doing his job, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was, like, someone had put a label on it that it was horror, and I'm like, this is a horror game? So, maybe yeah. it gets there, but I didn't play enough of it, and yeah, and I'm not... So I'm not I, sharing games with my brother anymore, so I can't play it because he's the one who owned it. Um, so he, uh, but or yeah, but it, it, what's it called? Like I don't know if your choices matter or if they just are flavoring for the um, the story that you create for yourself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'll probably finish it because I looked up time to beat, just because mm-hmm. I know it's a in uh, indie game, and right. like if you speed run, it only takes like an hour and a half but like the average time to complete was like four hours so i'm like i can dedicate four hours to this this is like playing edith finch so like yeah <laughs> so i i do want to see what happens especially since i think someone on steam had tagged it as like a horror and so i watched when i watched the trailer it was like the lady on the radio was like wait you're not in the tower then who's in there and i'm like oh intriguing hmm. but then <laughs> it's like, in there but then it's like your wife gets alzheimer's in the beginning or something so i'm like oh well this isn't what i signed up for now i'm sad <laughs> so we'll see that's that's the other thing i've been playing i know that's like a two-year-old game so not the not the most exciting thing i've been playing this week um yeah. but yeah that's uh you've been playing anything else ryan or is it all all smash all the smash all the time i tried to play something else i don't even remember but i've just been playing smash (laughs) (laughs) all right awesome well that's pretty much what we've been playing this week and our patch notes are kind of just accents and the same thing that we talked about last week heroes of the storm i have something i want to mention at the end of it too so you go ahead no anyway (laughs) (laughs) you will not add to the patch notes they are set in stone (laughs) <laughs> our audience will remain confused now um so here's the storm has that toys 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 events um i actually got one of the skins in a loot box i got the valera pretty cool um but it's it's interesting it's kind of like a board game you roll the dice and i have confirmed the dice are random um and every time you make it around the board you get uh, a rare loot chest um so that's kind of cool and they give you random things like um the qu- event quests are either or so like there was one where it was like get 50,000 no not 50,000 it was like 35,000 hero basic attack damage um in winning games or um don't have uh have three or less forts or keeps destroyed in winning games so the i like that the event quests are at least like an either or thing which is kind of cool um, i haven't played it at all yet yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, you might as well go while while there's still people playing the game. So yeah, we got to play this week. Yeah, and Overwatch, same thing. New skins. Um, they broke their Blizzard World map though. Like the day the patch dropped, Blizzard World got yeah. pulled, and then they which nobody they, likes that map anyway. 
Yeah, and then they put it back in the game. So they fixed it. And so what is it you want to talk about? Oh, I was going to mention Destiny. For anybody that plays Destiny still, uh, they got their holiday patch. They've got their uh, the dawning festival or something like that. Uh, it's pretty interesting this year. Uh, there's no, like, stupid grindy bullshit. It's just, like, they give you, like, some oven thing, and you just kill creatures in the world, and you collect ingredients from them. So, like, the fallen give you fallen canes, and then the 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 taken give you taken butter, which, ew. Um, <laughs> um, I think that the vex give you vex... Uh, I just picture this Vex viscous oil. black goo. Yeah, taken this is butter. our taken butter. It's like all on fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, once you collect it all, you like make these baked goods or whatever, and you give it to different people around the tower, and they give you loot. So, I mean, it's kind of a like fun little whimsical event that they threw in there for anyone who is still playing Destiny. Here, I made this from the entrails of Taken and Fallen. The entrails of my enemies make baked delicious goods for you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all i wanted to mention <laughs> awesome uh classic corner oh um <laughs> i recorded like i said i was going to uh and i want to keep up with this uh some gameplay of this this is secret of evermore uh for the super nintendo which i don't really think there's anywhere you can really get it now considering there isn't a classic virtual console anymore and it's not on the Super Nintendo Classic, uh, so you probably would have to emulate it. You know, not that I condone any of that or whatever, but you know, it's up to you to play it however you want to play it, if you want to play it. But Secret of Evermore, I owned it when I was a kid. Fucking great game. I still own it. That's how I played it actually. Uh, well, I emulated it, but I own it, so I'm allowed to. <laughs> That's the rule, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, but I have like this little here. Actually, I have it right here. I have like this little eight-bit do controller. Like this thing is actually feels exactly like the original. It looks like the original too, because um, I like to play my games legit. Um, but it's it's like Secret of Mana. If you've ever played Secret of Mana, you know what it is. Um, except it was made, and it's the only one that was made by the North American SquareSoft team. So it wasn't the Japanese side didn't have anything to do with it. It was all developed here in the States, which was like kind of unheard of at the time, uh, the Super Nintendo era. So you have like a dog, you have your character and a dog and the dog like changes form depending on where you are in the world. And there's four different areas you go through throughout the game. So your dog in the very beginning just looks like a normal dog and you end up going through like a weird portal that teleports you to Evermore. And the first area is like a prehistoric thing. So you're do- stop it. Something your fucking faces, <laughs> and your dog is like a weird wolf. Um, and then the next area, he's like, um, he's like a sleek like hound, and then you know becomes different things throughout the different worlds. But I don't want to spoil it if you do want to play the games. But spoiler uh, for twenty five year old game. Yeah, spoilers for Secret of Evermore. Uh, but like it, it's very much like Secret of Mana, so it's got like that radial item menu thing and so the standout thing about the game is like the way the magic system works it's not called magic they call it alchemy instead so like your dog will kind of like sniff shit out like he'll start sniffing the ground and walking and if you follow him and he stops and continues sniffing and you can press the button where he was sniffing at and your guy will pick up ingredients uh and you can kind of tweak his ai settings on how often he'll sniff for stuff and how often he'll fight instead I usually set him to like full sniff because if you let him fight, he gets his ass beat because he's not very good at fighting. And then he won't sniff at all. Once he's out of health, he'll just lay around because he's all tuckered out or whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's all tuckered out. He's all tuckered he's so out. so sleepy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, you collect all these ingredients and then you use them for your spells. So the first spell you get is called Flash, and it's basically just a fireball. And it uses one part's wax and two part's oil. So you have to like collect that stuff or buy it from immersion or whatever, and you use those for your spells. And as you use your spells, and as you use your weapons as well, they level up. So when your weapon levels up, if you use one weapon consistently, it'll do more damage. Same thing with spells. You keep using that flash spell over and over, and it'll level up. Then you kind of have to like judge how much... It's not like mana, where you can just like go and rest or whatever, and then it all comes back. If you run out 
of ingredients, you need to make money to purchase it to buy to be able to use that spell more. So you can't it's like uh it's an interesting system. I think it was really cool. And when when I played it when I was a kid, it was like I don't know, it was like my favorite RPG to play because like you got to think back to the SNES times when like there wasn't a lot of live action RPGs. It was it was mostly like Final Fantasy turn based stuff like Super Mario RPG things like that. So to have a game like Secret of Mana where like you had to attack and then like kind of wait for your attack to recharge because they had like that 100% thing that really slowly refills. Um, I don't know. It was cool. It was a great game to me. And like the boss, it had like a darker tone to it, like that the world was like really fucked up and like you were trying to figure out how this world got created and what was going on in the first place. So it's the secret of Evermore, you know, <laughs> not just the secret of mana, but the secret no. of Evermore. Yeah. So cool. We've got gameplay up on the YouTube channel. If you're interested in checking it out, I played it for about 30 minutes to get to give you all an idea of what it looks like. Uh, and I plan to do that going forward with our classic corner games. That's youtube.com slash silver tryhards. And it's what? also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the silver tryhards. Sometimes we got to throw that V in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, be sure to check that out. Yep. And also because it's December and also before Christmas, it is completely dead. So we only have one new release. I know I just <laughs> mentioned Firewatch, but Firewatch is actually coming to the Switch today, the day this podcast comes out, December 17th. So, yeah, that is the only, as far as we know, the new only new release coming out this week. Nobody's so, coming out with a new game the week before Christmas. It's just not a thing. <laughs> <all right. laughs> so, if you haven't played it, you want to play it, I don't know. It's probably going to have a premium price point being on the Switch. So, Yeah. All right. And that's pretty much it. That is the show. For this Thank week. y'all for tuning Thanks, everybody, in. For tuning in, find us made it this far. Yeah, find us on SilverTriers.com. Find us on Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and uh, Spotify. Spotify. I and, like Spotify. And YouTube.com/SilverTriHards. <laughs> And our website, SilverTri. Oh, you think you mentioned it? Whatever. All the places. Shit. We're on all the things. And also, as I mentioned before, and we mentioned a couple times this episode, we're off next week, but week after that games of the year episode spoiler filled games of the year episode it's i, I don't know why i'm i'm excited i'm looking forward to it yeah um, me too because um, we're gonna argue we're gonna curse we are going to throw things we're gonna be surly we are, uh, <laughs> we're gonna tell each other why the other one's an idiot and why they're wrong and why um but i want to mention if you have ever played secret evermore and you're into it and you want to tell me what you think about it or whatever or you have comments about the show or anything like that if we end up getting enough of that stuff we we would like to add like a, a viewer or reader or whatever uh, male segment into the show, but you know we need to get enough of it first. We don't want to be like this is our one email. That is true. <laughs> yes, please send ca- comments, questions, you know, concerns. The know, grandma's recipes. Dot com. The, no, sorry, the silvertryhards at gmail dot com. The silvertryhards at gmail dot com. Yes. Goodness. So. We're we're awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so. Thank you for for tuning in, and this has been the last official episode of of 2018 for our games of the My year. God. So. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, everyone! Have a happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you.